we're talking about communication one-ups. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the podcast today and happy Friday. It's the weekend. (laughs) We're going to be going to Six Flags this weekend and I'm very excited about it. You guys got any fun plans? Um, It's always kind of a fun day, so I'm excited to have our podcast on Friday now. Um, So today we are talking about one-up communications. And I know you probably have some questions about what that means. We're going to get all into it. Um, But first, we got our listener shout out. So this week is from Care Bear. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, three, six, seven. All the numbers, you know who you are. Um, This person wrote, this podcast has really helped me to work with myself and with Mikkel as well as my therapist to really get my relationship anxiety under control and get me back to living my best life while in a great relationship with my now fiance. And I could have never gotten here without the help of this podcast. Love it. Thank you. Thank you, Care Bear. So communication one-ups. What is it? We as humans tend to make judgments about who is better or worse than at things, right? Who's better looking, who's more talented, who is not as good, who has more money, less money. We we make comparisons. We put ourselves against each other to evaluate who is good at what. And when we consider ourselves better, than someone else, it's a one-up. Like we're putting ourselves above someone else in whatever regard, Um, you know, a talent, looks, personality. We think that we're better at something or they're not as good. We are putting ourselves in a one-up position. And I see this a lot with my clients and I've seen it myself with communication and relationship anxiety. We make what feels like observations that are just true about our partner's communication style. He isn't open. He is not good at communicating. He's closed off. And we just say these things like it's just a fact. Like that's just how our partner is and that's just what we're dealing with. Someone who's not good at communicating. And we don't realize that this is like a sneaky little way that our brain is actually putting us above our partner. And it's really sneaky because we're not openly, like our brains aren't just thinking, we're so much better at communicating than he is. But when we're telling ourselves, we're not focused on how can we improve communication, it's focused on him and what he's doing wrong, what he's missing. There's kind of this implied, I'm better at this, or I'm good at this. He needs to fix this. He has a problem with communicating. Might even particularly show up in social situations where, you know, we sometimes will have thoughts about how our partner isn't as good socially as we are, that we're much better at holding a conversation and just chatting with someone and and maybe having judgments about him being awkward in the things that he says or the comments he makes. 
we're putting ourselves as better at communicating than our partner. So I think it's important to ask yourself, what are we defining as good communication? So, you know, for some of us, I think what it can sound like is, well, he tells me about his day, or it might be he tells me everything that's going on, what he's thinking about, and all of his feelings, and all the little things that happen. I know for me, I had a lot of thoughts about how I am very good at like holding a conversation, I can talk a lot, I share my feelings, and him on the other hand, he's more intentional about what he says and doesn't express his feelings as much. And so for a long time thinking, I was better at communication than my husband. But is that really true? Just because I talk more and I share more ideas and feelings doesn't automatically mean my communication is better. Because I also tend to be forgetful. I tend to repeat myself. I'm not as good at remembering things he tells me. I feel this need to fill silence with words. Whereas he's intentional about what he says. And when he says something serious, it's something he's really thought through. And he's also a little bit more lighthearted otherwise in the things that he says. And he doesn't share his emotions as frequently, but it also means it's a little bit more special when he does share what's going on for him and what he's feeling. And unlike me, he's actually very comfortable with silence. So do those differences, just because I say more words and share about my feelings, does that really make me a better communicator? Again, for a long time, I believed the answer was yes. And when relationship anxiety thinking, I needed to go find someone who is better at communication. Many of us have a manual, or as I've talked about before on the podcast, it's a rule book for how our partner needs to behave and the things that he should be doing or the things he shouldn't be doing. And we particularly have this written out for communication. The things that he should say, the things he shouldn't say, the way he should respond, how long it should take him to respond. And we judge the way they do it. We get frustrated because they don't follow this rule book. And sometimes we even tell them, we ask them to communicate differently. But they're still who they are and still communicate the way they do. And we get frustrated because we think they're closed off and they're not good at it and they're not telling us things. But when we think someone's closed off, how do you feel? We tend to feel frustrated with them. And when we feel frustrated, we might stop telling them things as much. We might just be in our head judging them for how they talk with us and not actually share what's going on for us. We might be less inclined to ask questions from a place of genuine curiosity and wanting to understand them and know what's going on. And we ask questions and tell things from a needy, graspy place where it's not even about connecting with them anymore. It's 
about this desperate need to fix how they're communicating and trying to change what they're sharing and fix them. So for one, when we're in that kind of frantic energy, our partners can tell. They can sense that. They can sense that we're not really wanting to connect with them. We're just trying to get them to talk differently so we can feel better, so we don't have to feel anxious. And for them, that's not as fun to communicate, right? The point of communicating is to connect. And when we are using it in this anxious way to try to prove to ourselves, okay, he is good at communicating, we have this good connection, it becomes about trying to make yourself feel better more than actually genuinely wanting to connect with your partner and understand them. And we as humans are more inclined to open up and to share when we believe someone is genuinely interested, when someone genuinely wants to know when we can sense that they are doing, that they're talking to us just to help themselves feel better, and it feels like this obligation to help our partner not be less, not be so anxious, we can only imagine what's going on for him. Why he maybe doesn't want to share as much because he can tell you are freaking out about it, and it might make him just want to shut down. So. That's one thing, one dynamic I've seen I've created in our relationship is I'm frantically needing him to talk more, but that doesn't make him want to share more because he can tell I'm not really curious. I don't really want to know what's going on. I'm wanting him to talk to fill my own insecurity, my own anxiousness. The other thing that we do when we're judging their communication is we start assuming how they're going to respond. We assume the things they're going to say. So we stop sharing some things with them. We just kind of write off the answer in their head. We don't ask them the question. We just don't open up. And the crazy thing is, through all of this, when we're judging how our partner communicates, what we start doing, whether it's frantically trying to get something out of them or it's us starting to shut down and not share things ourselves, is in the end, us judging our partners as not good at communicating creates us not communicating well ourselves. Isn't that crazy? We start not communicating at our best when we're judging them and thinking they're closed off, they should be sharing more. We start doing it from a frantic place that's not as fun to talk to. Or we start not sharing as much. Or we're judging them in our head and critiquing them for how they're communicating. And then it's like, no wonder they maybe don't want to share as much. So it's important to recognize like what our goal genuinely is with communication. Is it to be connected to your partner? Because if we genuinely want to connect with them and where they're at, then 
What that means is we got to drop our rule book for how we think they should be communicating. Genuine connection is going to understand like, hey, right now, he doesn't want to share his feelings about this. Like, is connection forcing your partner to share and talk about things that they don't really want to talk about? Or is it understanding them and getting like, yeah, he doesn't want to talk about this right now. Or this is what he does want to talk about. Like that's connection is I see you for where you're at and where you are right now rather than this is who I think you should be. This is how I think you should communicate. This is the right way to connect. It's like this facade for connection when really genuine connection is I see you exactly where you're at. And I'm not expecting you to be different than who you are. So is your partner bad at communicating? Probably. Because here's the truth. We all are. We're all bad at communicating, right? Like we see this when we judge our partner's communication. We start not communicating well. How communication works is we have all these thoughts going on in our head and then we put them into words. And those words do not always adequately describe what's going on in our head. But we put the best words out there and our partner is hearing those words in their head. They're interpreting them with their own brain and they're having thoughts about your words. They're having their own ideas come up and then they're putting that into words. And there's a lot of room for that, for misinterpretation, for us not saying words that accurately express things, having our thoughts change, having each other misunderstand. And that's just the nature of being human. Like if we wanted absolute perfect communication where we understood each other perfectly, you know what that would look like? Be like telepathy where my ideas immediately were in his brain and he understood them and vice versa. But we don't actually really want that. (laughs) It'd be kind of creepy. I think it's good we can keep some things to ourselves and that we don't automatically know what every person in the world is thinking. So yes, he's not always good at communicating and neither are you and neither is any other relationship. We all are imperfect at sharing what's going on for us. Part of the human experience is we are in our own bodies experiencing this life independent from other people. And we never will perfectly 100% understand what is going on for someone else. We're not meant to be able to have telepathy and communicate perfectly. There's going to be misinterpretations There's going to be things we don't share. And that's okay. It's okay to not be perfect at communication. But knowing when you're thinking he's bad at communicating, we start not showing up as our best communication. And here's the last thing I want to offer you guys. This idea that some people are better at communicating than others isn't even necessarily a thing. Like, what if there's no such thing as being 
better at communicating. It's just different at communicating. That we just have different styles and ways of doing it. So to illustrate, there was a moment where my husband and I had a loved one who was really struggling. They were being very remote and distant. We knew they were having a really hard time and no one was really able to comfort them. And we tried, I tried saying different things, tried, um, you know, asking questions. I saw other people doing the same and it just was kind of felt like, you know, nothing was resonating with this person. They were just so distant out of it, just really, really down and in this dark place. And they wouldn't share anything about what was going on for them. And we knew that they needed some help. And my husband was ended up being the one person they were willing to open up to, to share what was going on, to lift a little bit of that burden off of himself, to talk about what he was feeling and experiencing. And I talked to my partner about it later and I said, hey, like, what, you know, how did you get them to finally like open up to you and share like what they're struggling with? And he said, you know, everyone else has been just trying to fix what's going on for this person. Everyone else has just been talking at them. And... I was okay with just sitting there with them, with just letting there be silence. And it takes time for them to be able to open up and share what's going on for them. And this moment, I just had this huge aha of like this aspect of my partner, the fact that he's a little bit more intentional about what he says, he is more okay with silence. The very thing I have judged as him being not good at communicating was such a strength. That because he was able to bring space and hold and be silent and let like, and just willing to sit there with this person, that they were able to open up to him in a way that the rest of us couldn't get him to because of my husband's willingness to not say anything, to be intentional with what he says. What I had judged as bad communication was a strength that this person really, really needed in this moment. So... I want you to take a step back, realize some of the things you've been thinking about how your partner is closed off or not good at communicating. In what ways is it possible that it's actually a strength? That maybe it's just a different communication style 
that is actually not only bad, not bad, but actually so essential for us. We need people in this world that are willing to communicate differently, to not just always feel silence, to just say words or tell the feelings all the times. We need people who are willing to do that too. We need different styles of communication. And it's possible your partner is much better at communicating than you've been giving them credit. That you've been judging their communication and that has been keeping our eyes closed from seeing what they really bring to the table. From who they really are. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. You have a beautiful weekend and we'll talk next week. Bye.